It was almost 10 a.m. and the heat from the maturing sun began to intensify. Zainab Adamu moved a bit under the shade of trees near a military checkpoint in Goza, where she and many other farmers, mostly women, await soldiers to issue them a pass to access their farmlands. She and the other hundreds of farmers have been waiting since cockcrow for the pass so they can harvest their crops. But the soldiers don't care about the farmers' concern for time or the rising heat of the sun, as they only start attending to them by 9.30 a.m. By 11 a.m., when Zainab got her pass, she was already exhausted and famished, but she still had to embark for yet another journey of over a kilometer on foot from the military checkpoint to get to her tiny plot of farmland. She only has two hours to be in the bush before 2 p.m. when the military curfew begins. Zainab and many other female farmers could not still comprehend why they had to go through such restrictions that were never imposed on them during the planting season. That is not all. Boko Haram terrorists are also harassing farmers and stealing their unharvested crops. The previous week, corpses of six farmers were brought home for burial after an attack by Boko Haram. Many girls were also abducted and taken away while helping their parents with harvests on the farmlands. Yet the military won't accompany them to the farms to ensure their security. This has been the latest threat faced by returnee farmers as they still struggle to make ends meet in still unsafe communities. Welcome to another episode of Human Angle Crisis Room. I am Maryam Mustafa and with me is my colleague Murtala Abdullahi. Each week, we look at security issues across Nigeria and answer the tough questions around them. This week, we'll be looking at how returnees in Borno State are facing increasing Boko Haram hostility during the harvest season. Particularly, the returnees of Goza, a town in southern Borno State, are one of the most affected by the spate of attacks by Boko Haram elements. Of course, we have had reports on how farmers who with all to children farmlands in dangerous locations outside Goza are now finding it difficult to harvest their crops. Early in 2023, the Borno government announced that certain locations will be provided for farmers to cultivate their crops as a form of uh, promoting self-resilience and sustainability of communities. Reports have shown Boko Haram are having a field day stealing unharvested produce from the farms because the military and other security outfits have failed to provide adequate security for farmers to speedily harvest their matured crops off the farms. Rather, the military in Goza were imposing all kinds of movement restrictions that frustrate the farmers' efforts at fighting hunger and starvation in the coming months. This is happening even as the government of Borno state continues to receive repentant Boko Haram fighters who were said to have had their major strongholds around Goza mountains. Yes, the aggrieved farmers are also tempted to assume that security forces are deliberately frustrating their access to their harvest as a ploy to inappropriately take possession of their hard-earned means of survival. The poor farmers... Mostly women and widows said they still could not wrap their minds around why they should suddenly be facing difficulties assessing their farms during the harvest season, when the case was not so during the planting season. It is even more disturbing to hear from these poor farmers crying out that they are so vulnerable that when Boko Haram terrorists come their farms, which is just like a kilometer or two from the communities, soldiers would not go to their rescue because, as they say... 
they've had no authorization to shoot or go after the attackers. But the soldiers have authorization to issue passes for them to go into the farms. To speak more on the emerging threat faced by returnee farmers in northeast Nigeria, we have our colleague Abdul Karim Haruna. He recently authored an elaborate report on challenges faced by farmers in Goza local government area of Borno State. Haruna, what motivated your story on the Goza farmers? I was doing some follow-up investigation on how the returnees are faring when I stumbled into this piece of information that there are emerging threats for persons returning to reclaim communities. I saw it as a big issue for reporting when I gathered that women, especially um, widows who have taken up switch roles as breadwinners by risking their lives to go into unsafe location to grow food crops, now face threat of death at the time of harvest. This is happening at a time when government is saying that it is no longer sustainable for the state to continue providing food palliatives to people in displacement. Hence the need to build their resilience and give them all the enablement for them to begin to produce their own food as they used to be pre-Boko Haram. So when I began to make contacts and ask questions, I had heartbreaking stories of how people are being killed while trying to fulfill the government's intention for them to fend for themselves while the security operatives ensure that they are being safe. And from your investigations, Haruna, how big do you think this problem is? It is, a, it is quite a big problem. We have out there in Goza and probably other similar returning communities. This, of course, speaks loudly to the concerns about food security and possible cases of starvation in liberated communities where people are being returned to. Teenage males are not allowed to go into farms with their aged parents to make harvest under the guise that they could be killed or taken by Boko Haram. The parents who lack the energy to conduct harvest quickly within the few hours allowed by the security can only do a little. The ripe harvest is left unattended and Boko Haram moves in to take them away. We have situations where young girls are abducted and taken away. It is indeed a big problem, I must say. How are the people responding to this situation? It is a sad situation. The, the, the people are helpless and all they can do is to lament because out there they found themselves in a topsy-turvy situation where their lives are being threatened in the field by terrorists who either steal their food or kill them and security operators who would rather deny them access to farmlands or watch them running back for their lives without going to their rescue. Uh, the threat of a future filled with hunger continue to stare them in the face. So what does this mean for the average farmer in northeast Nigeria? A female farmer, Fatima Haruna, voiced out her frustration and hit all on the government failing them. She said, and I paraphrase, it seems our leaders in Borno are not aware of what is going on here in Goza. We want the federal government to come to our aid by paying attention to these little things that are happening to us here in the rural areas. They may see our problem as small, but it affects our lives in a tremendous way beyond imagination. I think her last sentence speaks volume. Food security is key. Thank you, Harina. 
It is clear from this narrated experience that beyond the relocation of displaced persons to their liberated communities, the government still has a lot of work to do to safeguard people, especially those living in environments that are surrounded by hostile elements. Beyond that also, the government needs to follow up on the provision of security, including possible revamping of the agro-rangers scheme. This is an episode of Human Angle Crisis Room. Thank you for listening. I am Maryam Mustafa. Join in next week for another episode. Members of our production team are Abatoko, Anthony Asemota, and Anita Eboigbe. The executive producer is Ahmed Salkida.